ball. Basketball is my favorite sport. I like the way they dribble up and down the court. Just like I'm the king on the microphone. So it's Dr. J and Moses Malone. I like slam dunks and taking it to the home. My favorite play is the alley oop. I like the pick and roll. I like the give and go. Cause it's basketball. Or Mr. Kirch's All right, we are back. <laughs> Thanks, Logan. Well, we are back. My name is Joey. Joined here is Luke and Logan. We are the Locker Room Guys. Uh, college basketball podcast that doesn't talk about COVID the entire time. But uh, this is the college basketball episode, but uh, we're just going to touch it up on college football a little bit. Georgia, the dogs, they are your national champions. Um that's absolutely awesome because Kirby Smart gave us one of the most electric like post game interview type things ever. Uh, my favorite quote from him was not "We're going to tear the city to shreds," that but he awesome, t- he told his team he goes, "Guys, we're going to war and we're burning the boats, so we ain't coming back." Like this is like think about you going to like let's just say D Day on the U boats and you're like you know what boys we're burning these boats because we're not retreating. I'm like what a quote. That's I mean it's Stetson Bennett shout out Jack Westhoff at Jay Cutler's Blunt tweeting out in the second quarter yeah, second that quarter. Stetson Bennett and Spencer Petrus are like very racism. Similar. Very similar. He said they're like racism and something no slavery and the Holocaust. Slavery and the Holocaust and Stetson Bennett ends up. Dropping an absolute bomb in the fourth quarter, leading his team back from down one point to win by, what was it, 13? Something like uh, that. Well, anyway. 3-3-18, so do the math. 15. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I mean, you guys can talk about that. Um, yeah, awesome game. The game, it was crazy. Uh, like, just looking at, like, the box, you see Stetson Bennett, uh, 17 of 26. Bryce Young was 35 of 57, just slinging it all over the field. All over the field, but what's crazy is when they showed that graphic of like the quarterbacks to get next to each other. How Stetson Bennett was a preferred walk on, and uh, Bryce Young, five stars, number two in the class, number one quarterback, and to show Stetson Bennett beat him is crazy because look at the last quarterbacks that won. We had Joe Burrow, number number uh, one pick. Uh, then you have obviously Bryce Young, Trevor Lawrence, Deshaun Watson. And then Stetson Bennett wins. Mac Jones. Mac Jones, another one. <laughs> and then Stetson Bennett. It's just awesome. And the, his story he has is crazy because, like, when he's younger, he grew up a Georgia fan. He commits to Georgia, and then or he's at Georgia, I think. And then Justin Fields, Fields comes. Yeah. So then he goes to JUCO. Then he went somewhere else, I think maybe. And then he comes back, sits behind how many guys for two years in a row, loses his starts life, got his job last year after injuries. Loses his job this year, gets it back because of an injury, and then wins the championship. That's awesome. This is American dream. It is awesome. There's not there. I bet there will not be another guy that has that kind of a journey and wins a national championship. It's clearly not could, possible. To grow up a Georgia fan too, with how easy you can transfer now, it's not possible. No. The best thing about him was that interview we had too, when he's all freaking hammered. He's loaded. So hammered. It, another thing is people like saying, "Oh, well, Georgia won because Bama had a." Uh, the two wide receivers hurt. Like, I don't care. And corners. I don't care. Don't take that away from them. They won the championship. They're the best team all year, and they beat them. It's plain and simple. They beat them. It it, it seemed it was such a good game because it seemed like it's like whoever scores the first touchdown, this game's gonna be as a blowout. Even mm-hmm. though you're only up like five, well, there wasn't. It a just touchdown felt like the first touchdown was the game's over. There wasn't a touchdown until yeah. third quarter, wasn't there? Great. Uh, yeah, it was third third mm-hmm. quarter. But like that's Bennett to like 
have that fumble, and then Bama ended up doing whatever with it. And everyone's like, there's a lot of people out there that thinking he should have got benched. Oh yeah. After that. <laughs> and then for him to come back the next drive or the next like he was four for four after it. Four yeah. four two touchdowns after Just the fumble. Swing it. <laughs> yeah. he was four, th- four two touchdowns. Yeah, you would think like, okay, he's struggling, they're just gonna run the ball because they had a big run. But then they go, No. Comes out four for four on just flinging the ball. Awesome play. It was awesome how he just didn't shook it off and just went to the next one. Yeah, I like how in his post game interview he's like they asked him if you watched a pick six, and he's like, No, as soon as I saw his interception, I just started crying. <laughs> it's like, yeah. and like oh, dude, him in interviews though is funny. I don't know yeah. if he was so shocked that he won or he he's had, just yeah, not he, used yeah, to it. Yeah, because he just kept saying, uh, I don't know, I have no words. I mean, he, <laughs> yeah. I didn't know if he ever been in that situation. Think what he's no, been through, though. Like, you yeah. probably don't have any words. I thought, I don't like, know if it was like you're either, he was like, wasn't used to it, or because yeah. like, Obviously, when you like go to a George game, you're not going to interview Stetson Bennett. Yeah, it's always like defense or defense or defense or defense. Their defense played unbelievable, but Stetson Bennett was he finally capitalized. But it was it was awesome to see him win. Well, and that's last thing I want to say: the minute you saw that offensive lineman take flight over that pile, <laughs> you knew the game was over. Like yeah. George is just rolling; nothing's going to stop him. Yeah, they, I mean they deserve they're the best team all year, so. We'll get into college basketball. Our biggest upset of the week. Got to bring it up first. Cole. Oh, shit. Never mind. Let's do our AP polls first. My AP poll, a lot of shit happened this week. Baylor staying at one. I don't give a fuck. Auburn two. Gonzaga three. UCLA four. Kansas five. LSU six. Duke seven. Purdue eight. Texas Tech nine. And Kentucky at ten. Oh, geez, Joe. That's a lot of... I like the Baylor pick. I do like that. Would you that. put Baylor? He had him one. You kept him one. Okay, that's not bad. I told, uh, I told Luke that I think Baylor. The one that I was like, um, having Texas Tech already jump in the top 10, I mean, yeah, I know they had two massive wins. I think, they're, I think they're one win away. If they beat Iowa State, you can put them in the top 10. But I think right. without, without that game, without with that loss, and I mean... It's hard to put them in the top ten compared to these other teams. And then there was another one. Who say your last like three again? Eight, nine, ten. And Purdue, Texas Tech, Kentucky. Purdue. That was the other one. I I think there's so many teams you can put that's playing that are playing way better than Purdue. Right I now. mean, you hate Purdue way more than I do. Um, who's there? Is it Gillis? Something like that. He's playing out of his ass lately. That's huge for him to step up. I mean, once they get him and then everybody else going and think Purdue is going to be like one of those yeah, like the teams. actual AP poll has yeah, seven but I still think Houston's a lot better team than them uh, you already had about I mean well. I had Houston on there I think Michigan State is on an eight game I don't think he did I don't think oh he did, shit no. well I had them on there I kept no. moving teams. I, like Houston's I, easily on this list yeah. I mean I, just I don't gotta, think I don't think you, yeah. you can really take I don't think you can put Purdue over Michigan State Michigan State's on a nine game win streak I don't know how I don't care who they played or how they've done it Nine-game win streak is a nine-game win streak in, in the Big Ten. Half that is. Yeah, so like, where would you put Purdue so, at if you had a 25? Uh, they'd be... I'm just curious about Somewhere that. in the f- 15 to 11 range. Like, Which, they'd be right yeah, there. That's not bad because... I just they, don't think they've been playing. It's, like not only like, it's not only like that they lost to the Rutgers and Wisconsin. Like, they've had some games where... Like, NC State obviously was a little bit ago, but that was a 10-point game in overtime. Mm-hmm. And then... So, like, Joey losses... Joey yeah. lost his, and then they same spent. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. And then I just obviously Rutgers at home is tough, but for a team <laughs> like toughest in the nation, it's the toughest place to play. But <laughs> the when worst. you're 
road team though. Yeah, when you're the like if you're Purdue though, you shouldn't have a problem playing at the Rutgers, but although the Rutgers are absolutely unbelievable. And then Kentucky, uh, I mean, they're they're a pretty good team, but they're a team where you can throw them in and then the Well, that's the thing. I knew like my 10th spot I've been juggling some teams and I'm like, you know what? I love Kentucky and we're going to get into why I love Kentucky. Yeah, every, every the thing is I don't like Kentucky up there that high is cuz every test they've had, they've lost. No, yeah. I mean, that's every time I put Kentucky up high, they end up stabbing me in the back, mm-hmm. but I'll get I'll get to why I put them in right, top 10. Mine. I had I put Auburn at one. I think they're playing the best. There we uh, go. They're playing the best of any team in basketball. They have a 13-game win streak now. So 12. It's 12. Yeah, 12. 12. 12. So, obviously, there's no doubt about they're playing the best of any team. You can't question nope. that. Davidson has 12-game win streak, too. Yeah, but I'm taking Auburn over Davidson. Um, Are you? Yeah. Okay. Um, so, they moved up three spots. Gonzaga I put at two. I wanted to put them at one just to get it over with because they're going to be there eventually. Quidditch. But And then I put UCLA at three. I know they haven't played in a while, but... They're winning, so you can't take it away. Baylor just lost. I put them at four. Uh, Houston five, LSU six, Arizona seven. I mean, I can't see why they have why you have a reason to put them out of the top ten. Mm-hmm. Um, Duke eight. That's a terrible loss. That's an awful loss at home against Miami, Florida is probably one of the worst losses you can have. If Miami, Florida would have came back and beat Florida State on Tuesday, like handily or just beat them, it's like okay, maybe it's not a bad loss. But then they they beat Duke at Duke. And then lose to Florida State. Miami does. I like had a big reaction here, but he went quick. Arizona and Duke. I completely forgot about Arizona. The thing that I'm gonna post is my actual AP poll because this one I was in NSC's library. That's where geniuses are made. I was juggling a lot of things, and I quickly put this together. Arizona and Houston are gonna be in my top ten, like they were last week. Don't worry about that. I heard um, in here. So I was eight, and then nine. I put Kansas. I mean, Kansas losses. That Dayton loss still comes back. It's like how that's a terrible loss. Texas Tech. I mean, yeah, that's not a, that's not a bad loss. I won't give them that. And then I would say they they easily could have lost that game. I just they're just not playing great. Uh, and then Michigan State, like I said, they're on such a win streak right now. And just, there's not a better. There's no team. I don't think that is better playing better than them. I the ten spot was hard for me, but I had to put Michigan State just because they're on that they're winning. I feel like games. it's, it's kind of like nine game win streak. It's kind of so. like yeah, what USC was for all of us. It was yeah. like they're undefeated. We have to put them in the top ten. Go back to your day. I post. love USC. Well, not anymore. Like when, I, when you look that. at the actual AP pool, it's like I can't see another team better than the only teams that I can think that you could put over um, Michigan State at ten would be like. Off the top, of, like right here, Villanova, Wisconsin, Purdue, USC, oh, but USC just lost Ohio State. Like none of those teams are playing yeah, like Michigan State is. So they're all losing games in Michigan State. Go back to your list real quick. Um, I mean, I basically hear that. I I know what you're saying about Duke. It's like, an awful loss. That's why. I, uh, yeah, it's definitely a bad loss. But I love Duke so much that I can't like. I still drop. Yeah, my, you done pretty. I still dropped so. him pretty decent. Not as, obviously. It's not. It's pretty close to yours, but. Yeah, and just, obviously you love Houston. You just the sum you have, so you can keep them. And I totally agree with Auburn. So yeah, I mean, you look at Houston's losses are way, Bama, early, way early in the Wisconsin. year. Bama, Wisconsin, early in the year, so. and both them teams are bad. Yeah. All right, so for mine, I have um, Auburn at one, I have Baylor at two, then I go Gonzaga at three, UCLA at four, LSU at five, Duke at six, Kansas at seven, Arizona at eight, Purdue at nine, and Houston at ten. Yeah, I mean, that list will pretty much be... the Purdue. I just don't... Yeah, I mean, I think his list and mine are going to look like a lot of, like... Like, some teams are obviously going to be switched around, but I totally agree with this. The only thing is, like, that... Like, you have Baylor at one. I 
I don't really. I, I it's not a bad him. I'm saying, oh. It's not a bad pick at all. But I just don't think you can put them at one after they lost. No, I, I mean, considering I mean, Auburn has the same record and has beaten way better teams. I wouldn't be surprised like, if just, somehow though eight people puts Auburn at one. Because it'll be just, well, that's another big complete horseshit. And we'll get, go one, complete so. like horseshit is like I swear, Justin. Last week, people are just now saying, "Oh, Auburn, they're the best team in the country." Blah blah, mm-hmm. saying shit like that. It's like, well, I mean, mainly Luke, but like we've been back this entire time. We've been flying on this War Eagles wings. Like we've been saying this for how long? Yeah. Here we are. Nobody will ever. But fly. I just know that having us all have Auburn at one would have been kind of chaos yeah so i'm like and that being loss we'll get to it so i mean i just think you had in my opinion baylor had to move i guess yeah, i mean that. i think especially you auburn being one yeah. obviously you can't argue against it and it, like but like split. if anything like gonzaga hasn't lost since december 4th and they probably won't lose again so like, even them right put them i honestly they, they should be over baylor i would not fans. be surprised though if baylor stays at one i wouldn't be surprised they if baylor stays at one they won't if no cool. Last time we argued about this, Luke, I was right. Because it was either Duke or Purdue was going to go to one. I said Duke, you said Purdue, and I was right. No, uh Purdue yeah. was one. Oh, you're right. No, no, yeah. No. Uh-huh. <laughs> Rookie. All right. So we'll start with the biggest upset of the week, like what I was talking about earlier. Duke versus Miami at Duke. Uh, they lose by two points. I mean, this could easily win in the OT, then probably Duke wins this game. But, I mean, Duke, they could not hold on to the ball. Miami had 15 steals on these guys. And they had four starters with over 14 points. I mean, this is like Duke's first real test in like a long time. I mean, they've been postponing games, everything like that. But, I mean, like Luke's been saying earlier, that's just an insanely bad loss, especially with Miami. Like, some people like their jerseys. I thought those were like the ugliest things they could have worn to that day. Like, you just can't lose to that ugly of a team at home when you're, what were they ranked? Two or three? Two or three. Yeah, I mean... Yeah, no, like you said, you can't, it's an awful, it's a terrible loss at home. If Miami could have, like, if Miami stays, like, right up there with Duke, like, in the conference standings, okay, it makes sense, but they lost to Florida State. I mean, like, I'm going to keep saying that. It's awful to turn around and lose that. Uh, and then when they went up three with, like, 40 seconds left, I thought that was a game. Like, Party we all, I think we all did. Party in here. <laughs> like, but then, <laughs> then they missed, then, so then they, what is, like, one mystery that, Miami got fouled, and it was an AM one missed the free throw, got the offensive board layup, just like that they're up, up by up by one. So it was like that kind of sucks. And then they did not get a good look with Keels trying to um, draw that foul. It was an awful shot, and it was just a great win for Miami. But then it, they didn't capitalize against Florida State on Tuesday, which is dis- discredits that win almost. I was just so completely upset with how Duke performed in this game. Like, right when Paulo makes that dunk, I'm like, oh, game's over, partying here. Like, that was yeah, my I, I started going nuts because then Auburn was playing at the same time, weren't they? I think. So we were like all watching. Two, I think it's playing at the same time. Oh, yeah, whatever. So they were all playing, and we're like, okay, Duke won this. You look back at the screen, no, was Miami like, was shooting free throws, and then they made both of them. Somehow they got the ball back. Somehow they made another layup, and then somehow Duke just goes down and fucks it all up. It's at all you gotta do is get a rebound on a free throw. It, especially especially Duke at home too. Yeah, you get a rebound on the free throw and you make your free throw and you make your free throws, it's over. Except for Duke doesn't know how to make free throws is the only problem. They are so bad at shooting. Oh, they were 14, They were good this game, but early in the year Trevor Kills couldn't make yeah. one. Trevor Kills made four four this game. The only player they had that could shoot a free throw early in the year was Paulo. That was it. And yeah. he's he he's continuing. He, he had twenty well. obviously once again. They're still I mean, 
still put up 74, but you still you, yeah. you gave up 76. Having AJ Griffin uh, come back. That's, that's, what, I was, talk that's about what Yeah, I was just going to talk about that, He's too. been shooting, like, 60% from, like, not 60%. It's, like, since he's, like, since, like, a certain game stretch, he's been, like, I think it's, like, 40, like, high 40s from three or something. Well, is he still coming off the bench? Because if he is, they he got, is like, a, coming they off got the a top 10 draft prospect coming off the bench. And, I mean, he's a stud. He's been playing really good lately. That's why I didn't move Duke down as much as, like, maybe some people have. Mm-hmm. Like, because, I mean, just having him is amazing. I know some people don't like Joey Baker. Um, but Trevor Keels, I mean, ever since that, like, junkyard dog type game he had, literally the first game of the year, I mean, yeah. he's been kind of mid the rest of the season. Even Jeremy Roach. Like, Jeremy Roach. I hate Jeremy Roach. Jeremy Roach wasn't, like, I didn't like him to start the year, but, like, he had a Trevor Keels to, like, Kind of go with him so Trevor Keels could like play for him, but now I'm like, dude, please put AJ Griffin because yeah. AJ Griffin is killing it right now. I can't find his three point percentage. Is it right here? Duke yeah. is not just right there. That one. Mm-hmm. He's forty six percent right now. In like and six seven games overall, he's that's free throws. Never mind, but yeah, because he's like just started playing a lot because earlier he like wasn't playing so much, and then like two pointers, he's shooting sixty six percent. Well, I think so he's like killing it. With Duke going forward, I think it's too easy to say they should beat everybody else. I mean, they should. Yeah, like that's what we thought though going into the ACC because they're the only ranked team. Right, I mean, Miami comes in. Like I said, this is our first true test in a long time. I mean, after this, I imagine they'll be able to flip. They had a good one tonight. At yeah, because Wake Forest yeah. isn't bad. Obviously, they three losses. I mean, Wake Forest has, and they beat them at Wake Forest, and that's the greatest arena in all of basketball. Next game we have UConn, <laughs> UConn at Seton Hall. Uh, so Seton Hall wins ninety to eighty seven in overtime. I was extremely impressed with UConn's return. I mean, they nearly beat like a pretty tough opponent at home. Uh, like RJ Cole, Martin, Nate Sonogo, I played like pretty damn well. I mean, the story of this game was Kadari Richmond off the bench. He dropped twenty seven and got absolutely anything he wanted at the rack. And like he brought a bunch of foul trouble to UConn, and it was just insanely frustrating to watch for me. I mean, obviously, like I'm a UConn rider this year, and watching Kadarius Richmond, who I haven't like really heard of all year. Like, like you said, he comes off the bench. He just got everything he wanted. It was unbelievable. Um, yeah, I, UConn. It's good to see Sonogo and Terry Smart back in the lineup, uh, like together against a good opponent. It's not a lo- bad loss at all by them. Not at all. But I still, I think seeing all, I think better team won. They're just a better team than UConn right now. With Tyrese Martin Snowbo not playing many, like coming back, not playing many games, and it seemed like UConn, what like really stands out to me with Seton Hall is like it seemed like UConn had the, they were winning all in the game, and then just the at the end, Seton Hall just kind of was a better team that came out on top. They because a team like that, I know that they were home. It was at Seton Hall, was it not? Yeah, it yeah. So I mean, to be down trailing all game, it seemed like, and like nothing really is you're going your way and still come out with the win is huge uh, for the future. Seton Hall, yeah. Overall, if you like, you look at the stats here. I mean, Seton Hall played like a phenomenal game all around. Like fifty nine percent from the field, like from two, 40 from three. Only had twelve turnovers. Like they had a guy put fifteen up. They had a guy put twenty two up. They had twenty seven. Got seven, ten, seven from a guy. Three. They shot good from free throw line. Twenty for twenty four. Like that's just an overall great game. Like it's a great basketball game. Like that's what you want to do when you come out and play. And then obviously you kind of still getting everybody back, so it's going to take them time to like get back into things when everybody's playing. So I think Seton Hall just came out and they played very fucking good. The next game we have Ohio State versus Indiana. This game was at Indiana. Indiana wins sixty-seven to fifty-one. 
So EJ Liddell coming into this game, he's a front runner for Big Ten Player of the Year for the most part. But Trace Jackson Davis told him to hold his jock strap. I mean, he literally got whatever he wanted. And I mean, that really came easy because that key got in foul trouble early. And Ohio State had absolutely no answer for him. Jackson Davis just destroyed, destroyed him. Like, it was so frustrating watching because I wanted Ohio State to win. I mean, I don't know. Like, I had money on him, obviously. But, <laughs> but like, yeah, it was insanely great game. I saw Trace Jackson Davis. But uh, Ohio State, they stood no ground down low offensively. And um, they took way more threes than expected. And, yeah, Indiana just absolutely handled them at home. Yeah, like Ohio State needs Liddell, like the best player to uh, play better, and he just didn't. I mean, it's a tough loss, but it's not like a terrible loss necessarily because that Indiana is always tough. But for Indiana, say like Trace Jackson Davis was awesome. Uh, down the stretch, they were every point was getting scored in the paint, and like they didn't settle for threes. So, like you watch it, they every they wouldn't shoot the three. They had open threes, and they would just drive it, kick it, and dump it down. And at every point seemed to be in the paint. They just destroyed them down there. And uh, Galloway. I don't know if you watched the game. His little white guy off the bench was great uh, at the end of the game. It was like defense. He got a couple of steals and then he's driving it after like open threes. He had and just pass them up and drive it and then dump it down and layups and dunks. It was awesome. He came up huge off the bench late in the game. So, yeah, I mean, it's not a bad loss at all for Ohio State, but it's a tough one because considering they were getting a lot of respect going into this. Yeah, I think we all like we're like, Kind of on that. Me and Joe, at least, I think we were both riding Ohio State because we both had him in our top whatever. Didn't you have Ohio State? I might State? have had him at 10. Yeah, I had him at like inside my – I think I had him inside my top seven, so I was like feeling I good about top ten. Uh, they were just out. Yeah, but then – oh, maybe it was you then. But anyway, like how you said like they didn't shoot like many threes. They sh- they were two for 15 from three Indiana was. So like they only made two threes that whole Ohio time. Ohio State out a shit ton though because they, they had eight two. for 27. Yeah, yeah they were four. But two. dude, like from the field, Ohio State was 32 from two and 29 from three. That's never going to help you out. And then, like you said, Liddell, your best player, player of the year, like in there. He's in the running right now. Only had 11 points. That yeah, never I get better from him. But Trace, I mean, Trace is just he's a beast. Especially Trace at home because he just feeds off that crowd. He's always going to get a body, like at least one body. Yeah. And also we had five blocks. And those are the things that when you have a big power forward like Trace Jacks Davis, who's like mm-hmm. just athletic, just like booms on people. When he's at home, especially Indiana, What I noticed about his game, he was literally running rim to rim the entire game. Did he sit a minute at all? I mean, look, he might have like 37 minutes. 34 minutes. Oh, okay. But I guess it felt like forever watching the game. But they didn't even really attempt to double him. They didn't even like really attempt to double him. Literally, it was just rim to rim. You can front him, go behind him. It didn't matter. I mean, they are getting to the ball, and he's just flushing it down their face. like And from the line, too, that guy's nail smooth-ass free throw. I mean, yeah. did he go 100%? 5 for 6. Okay, Almost 5 for one. 6. But yeah, I mean, he still has yet to shoot a 3 this year, though. Yeah. The other thing, though, was like, I mean, he doesn't have to. 51 points from Ohio State. You can't score 51 and expect to, like, no, yeah. 51, like, seems like it's, like, not yeah, bad. I've always hyped up Justin Arns, but I swear every time I look at a box score, he's just not strolling. He had a couple of threes, though. He did he? Two threes. That was it. That's all I made, too. Trent Arns, brother. It's <laughs> still a little different. Both snipers. <laughs> the next game we have though Kansas versus Texas Tech. Texas Tech wins seventy five to sixty seven. So Kansas, they had McCormack and uh, Remy Martin off the bench. I think Remy Martin ended up getting hurt, but Texas Tech had their two leading scorers out, McCuller and Shannon. Uh, they did an unbelievable job at turning these guys over, and uh, second chance buckets for Texas Tech is huge for them too. 
Um, yeah, I mean, it was just a really great win for Texas Tech. Um, yeah, like, they, Kansas needs to find another big guy other than Lightfoot. That because that he, new guy that's not the answer. The new guy they're starting though is not that bad. Um, I forget his name. I can look at it quick. Starting Lightfoot started. It was uh, no, not, or maybe not Dewan this game. Harris, this game we talked about. Jalen Wilson started finally, but Jalen Wilson's pretty solid too. Yeah, no, he's good. Yeah. But like McCorm, like because in that Texas Tech game, Texas Tech destroyed them in the paint, like killed them on the glass on everything. Like every point they had done the stretch was down low. And because McCormick was out for some reason, I don't know was he in foul trouble. I mean, they had yeah. they no, started no, off no, the bench. In foul trouble. I mean, they had him yeah, off the bench. It made no sense because he didn't play down the stretch, and every point was getting scored in the paint. Texas Tech just bullied them down there, and like I said earlier, I mean, Texas Tech is one win away versus Iowa State uh, from being top ten, maybe potentially top five in a lot of people's eyes. But I mean, that one loss is going to hold them back for a little bit here. But if they keep winning, they'll be. It, We'll just kind of get brushed under the rug, but yeah, Kansas. If they don't find, not find a big guy, they're gonna, it's going to be tough, dude. I don't know. If you ever like look at Texas Tech, though, they have some guys in their team that are just fucking like yeah, ripped. they're big. Like they have guys that are like six, like six, six, eight guys that are like kind of small forward combo guard kind of deals, but they're like so fucking like strong and big, and even their point guard, that Clarence and Dolny or whatever, he's like even big, and then Kansas. Abaji, obviously, whatever. How do you even say it? Like the actual pronunciation. Ashbaji. Ashbaji? I think that's what I've been saying. I always been wondering. I always just say Abaji. I just say the Christmas J. Like G, though. Yeah, Braun didn't show up until the last, what, five minutes? Because he had that big dunk, but like that, obviously. Just I still love him and everything, but he didn't show up. (laughs) He didn't show up until like that very end. And I I think Texas Tech is like really good. I thought I've picked Texas Tech in a lot of these. Like I picked Texas Tech to beat Gonzaga. I picked him to beat. Iowa State, obviously, I was wrong in both of them, but I didn't know McClure wasn't playing. Like it's once Ochai Abaji. Of course, you would know that. Looked it up. Once Texas Abaji. Tech gets McClure back, or whatever, how do, I don't even know how to say his name. Such a weird fucking name. Like McClure, well, welcome to college basketball. McCuller. 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 I just I kept McCuller. saying the C's twice. I don't even know what I was <laughs> Once he comes back, though, I love Texas Tech. I wish freaking Beard was still there, though, because then I'd be yeah. all over them. But their coach right now looks like a girl. That's all I got to say. Yeah, and we'll get right. He's a good coach. We'll get yeah. right back to Kansas, but I want to stay on Texas Tech. Uh, they pl- also played Baylor at Baylor. That crowd is absolutely nuts, by the way. But they won by three, sixty-five to sixty-two. I mean, Baylor. They come into this game with all Sohan, but once again, Tech didn't have Shannon. Uh, Braxton Williams, though, this is a guy we didn't talk about in the game we just talked about. He's been stepping up huge for Texas Tech. I mean, he can guard one through five, and he can score on one through five. He's playing out his ass right now. I mean, he's like the biggest reason why, in my opinion, why Texas Tech is hanging in with all these top tier opponents. Yeah, I mean, they have like there's no one guy for Texas Tech. It's kind of like uh, uh, just everybody scores, and like that's a great um, thing to have, especially when they they don't have like a superstar. So it's well, they huge. share the ball so yeah. well too. Yeah, because they don't have that one guy, so it's huge and. Um, they're very physical down low. Like it showed to beat like Baylor kind of like shows you got to be physical down low. Cause they got so many big guys that can come in and do really well and play really well. Good basketball, like not turn the ball, but like just play well, good bigs for their guards. They have, and like when, or if Shannon ever comes back, like they're going to be a very, very good team, but Baylor's sake, like they can't lose this one at home. This is a, I know Texas Tech's a good team, but like, if you want to win the big 12, if you want to win like your conference, in college basketball, if it's a loaded conference, you got to control your home court. 
got to win all those games. Uh, but for Baylor, other than those two guard, like their big two guards, um, Akinjo and Flagler is kind of like not a very not a very good game for anyone else. So you got to get those bigs to play better. But that could be a test of Texas Tech's uh, size and like physicality. That's why they didn't play so well. But yeah, I mean, if Baylor's guards continue to play well, you're going to be in every game. Yeah, so I mean, clearly Baylor is like the better team and needs to win this game. But like, like I was saying, how like McCullough's got to come back. I meant to actually say Shannon needs to come back because they they both need to come back though. Because once they're both back, it's like right. they're winning games right now. Once you get both of them back, yeah, it's gonna be even better. Because like obviously they won against Kansas, but like I think Baylor's like I think Baylor's a lot better team than Kansas. Like not gonna lie. So then like right when McCullough comes back, they play Baylor, and then they they end up beating them right when he comes back at home at, at home Baylor too. or yeah, at, at Baylor, home. yeah. And then if you also look at it, Baylor won for like because obviously we're breaking into quarters now. Baylor wins the first quarter, twenty-one to nine. I thought it was they lost. Was they lost every single quarter after that. The way they yeah. started, like, so obviously ten two, and then 20-15-19-16. Like obviously, you don't want to say any games over right away. But like it just seemed like Baylor. The way Texas Tech's coming off that huge win, and Baylor's home, like this game's over. I this is one of those games. Like usually, I know it's never over until like, it's over. But I thought this game was, was a wash right away. Well, like like how the crowd was nuts. Like especially when they got that lead, Baylor that whole arena was just on fire and. Like going back to McCuller, he was on a give the ankle the entire game. You can tell he's in discomfort, but what do you have? Twelve off the bench. I mean, they they had him come off the bench, but he played his ass off. Played a great game. He uh, did have twelve, I think. I saw that. Yeah, yeah, he had twelve. Yeah, and he shot really good. I mean, yeah, great game coming up back. Like first game back. Um, back to Kansas. So they played Iowa State at home. Finally got to see like a big uh, home game for Kansas, but they only won by a point. So Kansas, they had 10 turnovers in the first half. I mean, you just really can't do that. They didn't have Remy Martin in this game, which maybe could have cut some of them down. But Abaji, he's just a bucket getter. I mean, he had two – I mean, whole game he was on fire, but he had two clutch free throws at the end. Iowa State's Brockington comes down, his little midi in your face, and then Harris nails the acrobatic layup to seal it. I mean, I have a big, been a big Dewan Harris fan. Like this year, but he made an unbelievable layup to win these guys this game. And otherwise, we'd be talking about Kansas way worse if they don't win this game. Yeah, I know. Like this game, uh, Kansas almost blew it. Like it was their game the whole time. It really seemed like until the end. It, they they like they blew it almost and let well, us. That last minute was back and forth. Yeah. The entire but time. it was going into that with like three minutes or whatever left. It was all Kansas. It seemed like, and I was just wanted to run. And got right back in it, um, but yeah, they it was an awesome game. Iowa State would have been a huge steal on the road at Kansas because you can't win there. Like it's proven year in year out. So if they could have got that one done, that would have been huge. But to lose like they did, and now they're one and three. And obviously, this was their toughest stretch right there. Obviously, January is really tough the whole month, but that stretch alone was going to be really tough. And to go one and three, it's not. Great, you want to at least go two and two if you really think you're one of the better teams in the country, and they didn't. So, yeah, obviously, though, Remy Martin doesn't play for Kansas. That's always a like a factor in there. Yeah. And then, you know, I was just talking to one of the biggest Iowa State fans I know, TJ Theor, and he says, like every time we watch Iowa State, because I don't like really like watch Iowa State that much because they're not that fun of a team to watch. Not at all. And I, he always tells me he's like, all we have is Brockington to score the ball, but like you see other people scoring. But he's like, if you watch the game. <laughs> 
He says like Brockington's the only one that like actually yeah, does. I was gonna hear only consistent score. I was gonna because I literally have that in my notes for the next game. I was like, they need to find a consistent number two along. <laughs> yeah, it's really word for word what I just said. But until I was gonna save it, but yeah, until I do that, they're not gonna win. Because and like, and after him, well. like Tyrese Hunter's good, but after that, they don't. Cal just playing like ass. They have their they games. Have pretty so. big three. They, they all like they, they have all have games. games. Like they have their games, obviously. But some of these guys. They can't create shit. I guess there's a guy that got transferred from Kansas because he had like a game against somebody lately that he went off to. Oh, I don't know, but it's, 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 fuck it. it's like an aura or something. Jack does the trans. I don't know which one. They oh, so many transfers. I don't know yeah. where he came from. He had two points against Kansas. Well, I said this was, their, was, tough. Game I said this was their toughest thing, but I mean, it's not over yet. They have Texas and then at Texas Tech, so the next two games. So it's still going there. A little gauntlet. They here. play Texas Tech right again. Yeah, they play. Te- at, they're home against Texas and then at Texas Tech. Oh, so okay, okay. You got to win those next two. At least go three and three. But there's no. It, it's going to be really hard to win those next two. They well, can lose. For, they can lose I would straight. say the other game that we that they lost was uh, at Oklahoma. They lost seventy nine to sixty six. Uh, Oklahoma did let Iowa State big men in the game at all. I mean, they shot very proficient from three and didn't turn the ball over as much as ISU usually does to their opponents. So, I mean, yeah, Oklahoma just, <laughs> they fucking handled Iowa State awesomely. I, I remember saying, I'm going to take the under in this game. I didn't end up betting on it, but I uh, don't think that would hit. But uh, Oklahoma, yeah, they played a great game. Yeah, I mean, like, Iowa State, they struggle to score. I mean, they have, like, all year. It's kind of been their thing. They I mean, I talked to Jack about it, too. I was like, they just can't score. But like Jack said, it's re- you'd rather struggle in college basketball, you'd rather struggle to score than uh, struggle on the defensive end, oh, which is fair. I mean, I totally agree. But you, if you want to be the best, one of the best teams in the country, like if you, Iowa State, like some Iowa State fans think they are, they gotta, you got to have the both, you gotta have both sides. And, I mean, Oklahoma, though, just kind of what we thought. They're going to upset teams at home. They're going to kind of carry that middle of the Big 12, like, on their back, the middle and the bottom of the Big 12, they're just going to be like, we. if they keep upsetting these teams, they're going to make the tw- Big 12 look a lot better because they're, they're not going to w- They're going to lose to some bad teams. They're going to beat some of those good teams. So they're going to be right in the middle. But that's a good middle team because of the wins they're going to get. So, yeah, it's going to help the Big 12 as an overall conference a lot. But, I mean, I don't think this was a surprising game by any means, Oklahoma beating them. No, I th- I think I picked Oklahoma last week in the podcast. Yeah, no, I picked her too. That was beat yeah. by thirteen. Yeah, fuck. Here's the it, fucking. It was crazy close, thing, and then though. the last like yeah five yeah. minutes. No, all oh, here's what happened. If you look at this, the largest lead by Iowa State in the second half. There were seventeen. Yeah, minutes they in the took the half. lead. It was forty-seven to thirty-six. I'm not very good at math. Someone help me out. That's eleven. 11. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, yeah, 11. they took the lead, and I was like, "Holy shit, Iowa State's gonna win this thing." And then, um, and then you look here, and then like obviously Oklahoma trails by ten with fourteen minutes of the second half. You look at the final score. Oklahoma won by thirteen after being down by ten with fourteen minutes left. <laughs> yeah, they no, won twenty-seven was, to nine in the fourth quarter. Oklahoma did. <laughs> they killed. It was because we had the game on like the littler TV. We had two TVs up here, and and it's like it just seemed like okay. Iowa State won because they were up by. I know there was a lot of time left, but when Iowa State went up, the way they played defense, kind of like we said. When they can get a lead, if, like just like LSU, if they get a lead, they're going to be in. They're fine. But then Oklahoma, just out of nowhere, I look again, and they're up like five or six. And the next thing you know, it's 13. It's weird. A good defensive team, if you're going to play defense and like you can't rely on the offense and you're up by 10, say you like, like or like even they were up by like 13, like you can lock them up and like casually get a few points in there to win by like yeah. five. But they 
lost by 13 when they had a lead by 10. So what yeah. the, what the fuck happened? Their defense kind of went to shit at the end. And For they, I mean, they, they, can't, they, gave they can't 79. score. They gave up 79. Like, until they figure out how to score, it's been that way all year. And yeah, they've been winning these games, but they can't score. Because, yeah, they had 20 from Brockington, 20 from Hunter. Then they had 12 from Trey Jackson. Coucher is awful. But other than that, they him. had... Yeah, like, Joe, you hate The other, like, five, there like, six people that played had four, four, I two, think two. I got to see his... That was, that's what I was saying. I mean, they, they had they three just people that scored Oklahoma owned them inside. The thing with Iowa State is, too, they're, they're, so they have 17 with Brockington, and it's 10, 10 with Hunter and Coucher. But Coucher has not showed up in these big games. And he's then had like two big to games seven. that totally inflates his average. I mean, I think he's ass. Yeah, like, I, no, this game right maybe here, not ass. But three guys had fifty-two of their sixty-six points. Yeah, I mean, like, Cal- yeah, Kelsher's last like, um, how many games have not been, not been great? Literally, his last uh, how many games? It's fourteen, four, nine, zero, nine, nine, eleven, eight, two, nine. Like, it's that good? But then he had that thirty ball and then nineteen and fifteen the first two games. Yeah, inflates it a ton. That's why he's averaging ten. But really, it's not even. It's not that he shoots twenty. I mean, we talked about their three point percentage. Terry's Hunter's twenty two and Kausher's twenty four. It's just not good with your second two second lane scorers both being guards shooting twenty percent. He's so, struggling to get done. They have Gills off the bench. He's a fucking. Oh yeah, player. they got they got guy. They got good shooters off the bench, which is helping them. But they're not scorers. They're all averaging like six. All right. Well, we're done with. Big 12 basketball. You guys ready to talk about some Tigers? Let's talk about <laughs> the real conference. <laughs> SEC. So Auburn versus Alabama. Obviously, Auburn wins. Uh, Jabari Smith, he's making the strongest case right now to be National Player of the Year. I mean, for Auburn to be considered in Vegas as three-point dogs and still win on the road by four, I think it's a true testament to how good this team is. I mean, Walker Kessler... Here's another testament. Walker Kessler barely even played this yeah. game. He has like zero points. But Auburn still late, prevailed. Maybe? They played Two. unbelievable perimeter defense against a great shooting Alabama team when they want to at home. And the ability to attack the rim. I mean, David, like, and then here's my third testament. Tell good they are. They shot piss poor from the line. And they gave up 24 points at the line to Alabama. And they still won. Like, and then, like I said, on the road, yeah, like it. And usually, Alabama at home, you'd be like, "Oh, this is your home rim." Like everybody talks college basketball, like, you shoot way better at mm-hmm. home. They Auburn made them shoot like shit. Then uh, I said, if Chelly JQ is going to turn the ball over, there's no way Alabama's chance. He only had four turnovers, yeah. but still, I just thought I'd throw that out there. Like. <laughs> It probably made him make some other bad decisions too. I'm just saying. But he only had five assists, so technically, kind of yeah. shitty ratio. Yeah, yeah so, I mean, not Kessler needs to stay out of foul trouble. Like this is the second game, but it's unbelievable that they're still being yeah. good. I mean, that's the second game in a row. Counting that Florida game and now this one, I think he's in foul trouble. But they just game after game, they find a guy steps up huge. And the Florida game was Katie Johnson. This game was Wendell Green. Down the stretch was great, unbelievable. When Kessler went out and Jabari Smith went out, Wendell Green hit some big shots. And Jabari Smith, though, in that, like, he like, kept the lead, that big lead for them um, in the game early, like in the second half, kind of, when he wasn't in foul trouble. He was unconscious. He couldn't miss. And But the, it shows that experience and maturity of Auburn to withstand. A, it was a 14-0 run Alabama went on to tie the game late in the second half with, like, two minutes left. They got a 14-0 run to tie it. On the road, like for Auburn to still withstand that win is awesome to see as a 
if anybody is a fan of Auburn and like obviously a one year fan like I like we are to see that from them is it's got to give you like so much confidence going forward. Dude, I just like I love Auburn, especially because like a big robber game like this, and then Wendell Green is just so fucking funny to watch. Oh, he's like, awesome. you see when he hit that three, like, he, like staring at the thing, and they wink. Hit at the, the wink. I almost I, the amount of times I tried to screenshot the, the, the step like, back three. Yeah, was he said step yeah, back three. I, they call a timeout. Everyone just tackles him basically on Auburn, <laughs> and he's going like this in front of the camera, like right under the basket. And he winks at him and walks away. It was it was awesome. The little guy, dude, just, just like the little guy. The thing too. I love about him too is like he'll do something crazy. Like he Takes, does he does shit at the worst times. Like he'll throw yeah. a pullback, like a pull up from anywhere, and I'm like, what the fuck? Well, he was telling the UConn game where he was just doing that and he was hitting them, and he makes them. But then like you look at it and he shoots seven for like twenty this or seven for twenty this game, which isn't like great. But, like, every time he does something crazy, he's always, like, trying to do a celebration. And all, like, Auburn's, like, you know, kind of lengthy, like, Jabari and Kessler. They'll go up to him, and he's, like, up to their waist. I'm like, who let the fucking little yeah, kid play like, 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 But he's so fucking good. Like, I love Katie Johnson, but Wendell Green is, like, right under him. No, I I just, him. Yeah, I love him, too. And, like, to for Kessler to play 13 minutes, have two points, and did he do anything around the rim? He no blocks. Block. He didn't like. He didn't do anything. And he got bodied. What I think the maybe dunk of the year. But then, but then you add on that they completely locked him down on the three point line, and they gave up twenty four points at the free throw line, and still won the game. Yeah, like, uh-huh. and they controlled. I think almost this whole game. I don't think they lost a quarter. They lost the last quarter by two. Yeah, it was crazy. Oh, they tied the first one. I mean, but Bama, though, Testament Bama here, though, when they get hot at home. Oh, yeah. Because obviously they, they can shoot, but team, streaky shooting teams like that, once they're feeling it, they're going to. Even Will, even Will Wade it. said it. They're like, just wait till Alabama gets to the tournament because these guys could be unbeatable. I, that's what but, I, I mean, said. yeah, he said it too. But <laughs> uh, one more thing. I, are you going to switch games? No. Oh, okay. I was going to. I thought you were. But the one thing I would say is I think. Like, we all love Auburn. We never hate on them. But I think they still – I think – I just realized – I think they need to get better at shooting threes, though. Because yeah. besides Jabari and Wendell Green – They don't really have like, three points. Katie Johnson <laughs> shoots threes, but he Jabari's cannot – nails, though. He cannot he fucking shoot. Here. But Wendell Green is a volume three-point shooter. That's the scary thing mm-hmm. with him. One game you'll get from him, he'll probably go 10 for 10. The next game you'll get from him, he'll go 1 for 10. That's the only thing I think that we're, like, we're worried about. Other than <laughs> yeah, that, I mean, other than like, that – they all love each other. Like I don't know. Yeah, all right, so it's for all all just fucking dogs. That's like, what. So wow, you guys watched the end of this game. It was awesome. Look up Auburn, Alabama on YouTube. Whatever. They all Auburn. Everybody on Auburn. As soon as that buzzer hits, they do swan pose. That Auburn. I mean, that Alabama does. And then uh, it was Auburn does. Auburn's kicker does. Punter does it. Yeah, Alabama yeah, took yeah. it when they beat them. But uh, then. Walker Kessler is like that meme from what's it called the like deep, the JUCO show. You know what it is? Uh, what the last last chance you? Yeah, you know that meme where they go, you y'all a bunch of brothers and Mark. And oh they yeah, point you the white guy. And that's Walker Kessler. He's like, I mean, <laughs> we rock with Marcus. Marcus rocking with us. Yeah, I mean, that's Walker Kessler. I mean, he's just along the ride with a bunch of just. Dogs, like I mean, there's no other way to describe them. Yeah, I mean, like Will Wade fucking gets we'll just feed it. off each other. Will Wade said it best. He's like their national, like I think you saw the interview with Ben yeah. Bobby. He's like their national title contenders when Kessler's out. Like when Kessler is out of foul trouble, they're impossible to score on. And LSU knows the first hand they played against them. And then they all have been against them. And too. are we, I don't know. Are we gonna talk about the Florida game at all? 
Yeah, that was that was that Auburn. That was the next thing I was talking about at Florida. That was at Florida. No, it was at Auburn. Um, I'll get just go to the next thing. I'll tell you here. But yeah, I mean that's what I was going to talk about. Uh, Auburn versus Florida. Home. We all watched this game together, and it was just so fun to watch. I mean, you like all these players feed off their own energy. If you're on Auburn's wagon, you feed off their energy too, and it's the most fun thing ever to watch. I mean, Florida got them in pretty deep foul trouble, didn't they? Yeah. I mean, they still withstood that. I mean, Florida is no like. Sleeper on your schedule, yeah. like they're gonna give you a good contest every time you they go bought, play them. Chess or not, they bought them in the post. Like, yeah, I mean, and Florida's a great Florida team, man. and on the interior, I mean, we might get to them later, but yeah, I mean, another great win for Auburn. I mean, going through this SEC schedule as hard as it is, but they're just they just keep winning. But Auburn, like playing at in the jungle, that's what they call it. It's awesome, and like Will Wade, and I'm gonna keep like, kind of referring to him a couple times here. Because I listed, he just had an interview recently. So, but he said he would never. He's like, I would never bet on anybody in the country like to beat Auburn at home this year. And that's a guy that went to Auburn and played LSU, who's a good team. They went to Auburn and played, and just I mean, they called the jungle, and it it's crazy there. Like you watch the game, it's like they got that whole entire section. Like usually student sections, they put kind of like in that one section or like behind the basket ish kind of. They get the whole entire section right up there, like right there. It's crazy. The place is rocking, especially when they're this good too. And all these SEC football schools are this year that struggle are turning to basketball schools like Auburn and LSU. It's like Florida. It's crazy <laughs> what the switch is here, kind of going. To, it's so I mean, they're sure they're loving it. So I mean, yeah. But the biggest thing is when you play at Auburn, better ready, come ready to play. Yeah, dude. I just, I just don't. I just want to like let all the listeners know here. Like, if they ever watch an Auburn game with us, they will watch us <laughs> play defense with. We Auburn. love it. We, we clap our hands, slap the floor, are, and we Auburn. all get in our stances and play defense with them. We are not just some fake ass fans who bet on them and like put them in our top rankings. No, when we watch the games. We literally, like, this is my team this like, when Jabari scores, I go, next shot, Luke. When Walker Kessler gets the block, I go, attaboy, Joe. When Katie Johns gets a steal, I start barking. I get down on my hands and knees and bark at the TV screen. This is no joke. We I love swear that. to God he's not lying. We literally are on the edge of our seats, and if we're not on the edge of our seats, we're literally standing playing defense, just clapping out like we're a part of the team, and it's the most fun thing on planet Earth. No, like, like, I don't think we sit there. So you know I'm an Iowa fan. Yeah, I mean, but, you're, I'm an Iowa fan, but I'm an Auburn fan this year. Like oh, I'll say yeah, it because no, Iowa sucks. They won't even make the tournament. I mean, I'll say it right here. So go, I wore you. I mean, it's that simple. I'm they're gonna I'm ride with them all year, and I'm gonna die with them when they if they won't lose. But if they do, if they do, <laughs> I am still. I will. I will cry with them. Yeah, I will just be awful. Like, we have so much fun watching these guys. I feel yeah. like I invested be, so much time in them already. I can't just. I feel <laughs> like I'll be 70 years old. My grandkid will come up to me and be like, "Hey, hey, uh." Grandpa, what's one of the best college basketball teams of all time? Even if they don't win the title, it'll be like, you should have saw 2021, 2022 Auburn. They were unbelievable. And one other thing is we will have all we will all have jerseys by the end of this year of that team. We are gonna make it happen. By the end of the year, there's gonna be a there's gonna be at least three jerseys that we have, unless somebody else hops in the train so we can get like fucking Wendell Green hopped in there or something. But anyone else that hops on will be How about like we it's... get three jerseys, then we can have a fans enter a giveaway. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
I mean, but they, they get to pick what person they want. No, no, we we get we our guys. Get, we get our guys, and then like we'll, get give, we'll give away. Bar. We'll give away the next like more or less. Flanagan somehow gets. Oh, no, so Flanagan still only played four games. He's, yeah, he, he, he averaged like, fourteen. What's he coming off? What year? injury was it? Do you know Achilles? What Achilles. So you got to give him. Yeah, you got to give him time. He he was out for what seven months, I think, and then I mean he's just come. He's only played four games. He missed another game. So I love him too, just because he like he looks like a bucket. All right, then let's talk about the other Tigers. LSU. Love that. I mean, it's just another team. You just love to watch. Their defense is just so contagious to watch. I mean, Pinson goes down versus Tennessee, correct? Yeah. And we all just gasped. We literally, like, had pretty much had a moment of silence. It was just, like, so scary. Thank God he'll be back. But, yeah, great win against Tennessee. And then they just won today versus, uh, shit, why am I blanking? Uh, Florida. Uh, yep, Florida. Florida. I mean, that, at they, Florida. Yeah, at Florida. And Florida's favorite to win this game by mm-hmm. two and a half points, I think. And right. yeah, Testament to LSU. I mean, they were up big in this game. They ended up kind of blowing it. They ended up sticking it out. Uh, they were in massive foul trouble. Both big men got hurt. Eason and uh, who's other with Eaton? What, what's his name? Uh, like today, that guy went out. Yeah. It was Afton uh, Afton Reed. Reed. I was fucking his name. But uh, yeah, I mean, those two go out like early, too. And they just end up sticking it out. Gaines is stepping up like crazy. Yeah, I mean, he I mean he's been he's unbelievable, about all year too. unbelievable game today. Then when Pinson went out against Tennessee, he stepped up huge for them in that situation too. Um, but yeah, we love LSU. Yeah, I mean, like Charlie Easton was a beast this game. He played; he was unbelievable. And like Pinson, like when he went down, it was it's a terrible loss to lose your starting point guard, especially as good as Pinson is. But considering they have Gaines off the bench, it's, it doesn't seem as bad because Gaines is almost just as good. Uh, so it's like next man up, and it's like the perfect thing. But for Tennessee's sake, Kennedy Chandler, I mean, we kind of been talking, wait, waiting for him to come up, and he played really well this game. And he was like kind of the only guy that seemed like was playing well. For Tennessee, yeah, Fulgerson struggled. Did yeah, I think they all did. He had three I mean, points. Vescovi had wow. fourteen, and Chandler had nineteen. But what did three named James have? Three named James had three points. Oh boy, well he's the defensive guy. Yeah, it's still like <laughs> yeah. Anyway, but he's like the PJ Tucker of corner three. Yeah, corner yeah, three, three and play defense. Yeah. Yeah. Can't be that good from the corner though. He's okay. No, PJ Tucker's good. Oh, enough. I know. <laughs> PJ, like PJ Tucker's king. That's a hunting horse yeah, but LSU's kinda like our it's kinda like our like our, our stepson. Second, yeah, step second team. We like we like it. Like we <laughs> like no, I don't Yeah, he lives in our house. I don't know. I think adopted something. Yeah, because I do still love him. Like, like we because still I care feel like if I had a stepson I'd be like, I didn't even pick you, I'd pick your mom. But like if <laughs> I adopted him, it's like I picked you. I love you. Yeah, and we do. That's I grew I raised you. That's another one of them teams where we don't stand up as much when they're playing. We're also up. Uh, it was perfect because this game was right before Auburn, so we were just kind of like a warm-up. We got our juices flowing, ready. We're the vibes, re- the vibes, vibes were there, there the vibes. for LSU. All right, next oh, time we watch LSU, who do you want to be? I call Darius Days. Um, yeah, I love You Darius go next. That was like the last one. Yeah, you beat Darius Days. I'm just going to take their – I mean, I love Tari Eason, but I'm going to go with – I mean – I'm on gains. Like, <laughs> yeah. I, I love gains. And when, we like he, the, we when he's out, flex. I'll take Pinson. I'll take the point guard. Right. I'll take Pinson, gains, kind of duo. Well, I'm a big defense guy, so I'm taking Tari. He's a lottery pick next year. And, like, when he will watch him today, when every time, what's his name? Uh, what's his fuck? Days. Every, no, it's not Days. It was fucking, what's his Gains would score. You see Easton out there just, like you said, just <laughs> eat his ass. <laughs> no, no. 
All right, so who was it? They got okay. It was uh, their freshman that was playing really fucking good lately. Um, was it Afton? Afton's freshman. nope. Uh, uh, Murray. Yep, Murray. Yeah. Murray gets an insane Murray. acrobatic and one layup. They uh, call timeout. LSU comes to the bench and Ethan just starts bodying. It looked like uh, beyond scared straight when like the <laughs> old guys throw the new yeah. guys just chewing their ass out. But then, uh, like a couple possessions later. Gaines gets a huge bucket. They call timeout. I go, I feel so bad for Gaines because he's about to get thugged around by yeah. Eason. But, I mean, he did it. But still, I mean, that's kind of the environment they bring. It's like just junkyard dog mentality, and I yeah. love it. I love yeah, all the junkyard it's just dogs. How, how they switch from, like, the worst defensive team ever, ever to the best. That's how it's been, here for the past and how many years. Another thing in that interview, like, of Will Wade, I mean, talking about his players and everything, he said, Brandon Murray, freshman, he said, yeah, he's the most valuable player. He plays the most minutes. Um, and like, he's like, they need him on the court. He said, and then Milwaukee Wilkinson, he's like their eighth, ninth guy off the bench, like scoring wise. But he said, those two are the most important players on their team. He's like, it's no question. They're like, he he compared him. He's like linebacker safety. They're kind of like on the defense, making all the calls, switching and doing all that shit. And like those guys, you have a freshman and a guy that like barely plays is just in there for defense. So that's crazy. That those are the guys that he relies on the most on the defensive end to talk and help him out. And like, Basically control the game because there's no doubt Easton should be starting, but you have those two guys in there. Like these are, they're just like yeah. the most important guys. Easton, Easton, because every team yeah. has it. It's always, it's like a thing. Like there's you meant the best player is never the most important. Almost it's like it is never like that because sometimes that best player, yeah, you, you need, put the ball in the hole, but he has fall. You fucking do. You need the guy to like control everything and shit like that. So mm-hmm. it's crazy. And like another thing is, I mean, I talked to you about this or you, uh, how he said talking about. SEC football, SEC basketball. He says, like, this was Will Wade's theory. He said, most of, like, if not all of, like, the football schools, like, maxed out their kind of potential, like, facilities-wise and, like, skill-wise. Mm-hmm. So now it's, like, now the SEC basketball, the reason they're so good is because now he's, like, now what do we put all our money to, into? That's basketball. They get the facilities now. Like, and they're upgrading. And now everyone's, like, they have the talent down there. Because the now they have the facilities for it. The SEC when Kentucky was like had their dynasty team with Willie Cauley Stein and the the twins and all them. Yeah, literally not one team was ranked every all year in the SEC stopped. except for Kentucky that year. And that was, was why Kentucky Kentucky, Kentucky, Kentucky. It was Kentucky every fucking year. Well, they're Until, like the only blue blood in their conference. Yeah. But then if you only are, if you're, I mean, so you got Duke of North Carolina in North Carolina. You can easily just run the south through that state. Mm-hmm. I mean, just take all them. And I mean, like Virginia's got a pretty good pass too. Like they've they've had really good teams. Well, they can even take people from good. Texas. I mean, they they're yeah. But and like, and like I was gonna say, oh yeah, a uh, thing like a couple SEC schools. There was like they always want Kentucky to lose. Like they want them to lose. They don't want them to be good. But what ways? Like I love when they're good because when they're good, the SEC gets so much credit. Because like, for how good of a conference they are, it's, it's the yet. same as like the ACC last year. Duke was terrible, but now that Duke is like, one, whenever Duke is good, the ACC gets that much more respect because they're in, in North Carolina too. Especially because nobody so you thought want Kentucky of, to be good. Nobody then, thought of the ACC last year yeah. when you have Duke and North Carolina, the two most historic basketballs of all time. And there's like Kentucky. Yeah, Kentucky's suck. like the third one basically. Because when the best teams in your conference, UCLA, yeah, UCLA Kings, like those four. Yeah. When the best teams five. in your conference suck. Then it's like okay, that, that conference sucks. Because like yeah, who won the ACC last know. year? Florida State. Florida I mean, State, Florida State, State. Probably, yeah. Like which like so that's just, yeah, when you're when the best team historically in the conference is good, it just gives more attention to the conference and everyone behind it kind of follows. 
totally agree with that. It's a nice take, Lucas. Mm-hmm. Well, I will wait kind of hinge on it. Then on uh, next game, we have another upset. USC at Stanford. This was a COVID game. Only friends and family can come there. I was like really impressed with how you can how much these guys talk. You don't really realize it, but like the game was still obviously not as loud as normal. But like I don't know, just listening to talk it was just interesting. Thought I'd bring that up. Bill Walden was on the call for this game. If you ever listen to this guy, he's the <laughs> biggest goofball in all of sports basketball. I mean, in college basketball. But it was awesome. I mean, USC, <coughs> excuse me, they literally lost this game on the back of free throws. These, <coughs> what's that? <coughs> All right, I'm back. USC, they cannot shoot a free throw to save their lives. My biggest pet peeve in the world are people that cannot make free throws. USC, out of every D1 school in the nation, they are ranked third last in free throw percentage or something like that, or free throws made maybe, but they're dog shit. And Stanford, they're not that bad of a team watching them play. They've like played other opponents pretty well too, but I mean USC being undefeated, they were undefeated in the state of California since like 2015 or something. Like they've absolutely ran the table with these guys, but yeah, I mean they just blew it against Stanford. I don't know if it was because of the all the COVID postponements and everything. They finally had a play at Stanford, but I mean, it was a terrible loss. Yeah, no, that's a bad. I mean, everyone was kind of waiting for USC to lose because no one thought they were where they would they should be. They are a top twenty-five team. There's no doubt about that. I mean, I'm not gonna. That's not gonna change my mind losing to Stanford. But top ten, they were there because you had to be there. Five, I think, and eight people because they have to be. They're undefeated. They're only two undefeated teams, and they're one of them. They're playing to like power five competition. They're just beating them. Um, whether it's good or not, but Stanford, yeah, huge win uh, at Stanford. It seemed like this was the game where USC gets tripped up. Uh, even um, I bet on USC, but I was on the fence, almost going Stanford to cover, and they ended up winning outright. So I, I got it wrong, but yeah, I mean, huge win for Stanford because they were kind of in a bad year. It seemed like, but to knock off USC is huge. Yeah, the only thing I can really say about it was it just it kind of like. Because I was never high on UCLA or USC, I mean, because I didn't think they beat anybody because they didn't really. So, like, and then I wasn't expecting Stanford. Like, I was like, I was thinking over, like, I was looking at my phone, like, looking at, like, what the spreads were and stuff. And I was like, Stanford? I'm like, that'd be crazy if they beat USC. Like, random feeling because it's not like a team you're like, oh, Stanford's pretty damn good. Like, you don't think of Stanford. They're not bad. They're 89 on Ken Palm right here. So it's like, they're not terrible. But like, it's one of them teams, like, you're like, never think that you'll be like, oh, Stanford has a great chance of beating USC. It's just one of them games that they kind shot of happens. really fucking well against them from deep. Didn't they? Yeah. Uh, oh fuck, I just got out of it. But then I'm, I was looking at that little like chart shit that they got going on in Ken Palm, and they had this game for literally like look all the way to like the very end. It just dropped right to what is it, Stanford? Yeah, they kind of took the lead late, but I'm trying to see what they shot though, real quick. Stanford shot. 41 from three. They were 10 for 24 from three. And then yeah. 45 from two. Yeah, they let it, They hit their shots. So Yeah, and then huge. obviously USC was like only 28 from three. Turnovers weren't really a oh, either. Agbankapolo, he's like the sixth man for USC. I was like riding high on him. I love the guy. He could not have played a worse game. Every time he touched the ball, I wanted to rip his neck off. He played like dog shit. I, I was just completely frustrated with this whole game. But, I mean, other than that, I think I covered every game, unless you guys got anything else to bring up. Uh, no, I think that's all I had written down. 
But yeah, I mean, obviously, as you guys can hear, that was that unbelievable college basketball slate just in the last week. Next week, we got a bunch of shit coming up. We're going to go over that. Um, But we're going to take a quick break here. All right, so we're back. First game we're going to start off with on the upcoming games, Ohio State at Wisconsin. I'm going to take Ohio State just because I need it. Wisconsin winning this much is pissing me off. Uh, Johnny Davis, obviously. Is obviously just an absolute bucket, but I mean, I just absolutely need Ohio State to win this game. I just can't stand Wisconsin right now. Yeah, I mean, the line is already out. It's three favoring Wisconsin, and I'm not. I like Wisconsin, considering Ohio State already destroyed them uh, at home. I think Wisconsin has a huge. Uh, I don't want to say like chip on your shoulder. I just can't think of a word to say for it. But you got embarrassed. Uh, last time we played Ohio State, I think they're they're playing so well. I think they come out hot, and I think they beat them. I I I kind of agree with you on that. Like I want to pick Ohio State, but I am. Best. I don't want Wisconsin win, though. I hate Wisconsin. So do I. That's the thing. That's why I, I can't do it. Wisconsin. So I pick Ohio State. <laughs> that's like that's what I'm thinking. But like I've been, if I want to go off, like because like I I want Ohio State to win, but like I've been so wrong on like picking when teams are home because I never take it into consideration. But I think Wisconsin will win, but. Definitely ruined for Ohio State. Like, that's, I don't even know. I mean, home teams in college basketball are. You don't realize it. You don't realize how You can't even hear the announcers talking when it's like a big game like that. This one's going to be huge, too, obviously. Ohio State, Wisconsin. Uh, The next game we have Oregon versus UCLA. So I'm going to take UCLA at home. They should be a full strength home court. I mean, bear down. Or, so UCLA, they just played Cal. I mean, they kind of kept it close for them the entire game. But in Oregon, like, they're not a team you just sleep on either. But, I mean, UCLA, it would be nice to see them back at home. I mean, with Jacquez coming back. And then I think Tiger Campbell just had a huge game, too. So, I mean, so that's good. I'm going to take UCLA. Yeah, I mean, US, I like UCLA to win. I was, it was like, I think the line's like 10 and a half. Um, I was like, oh, man. Oregon, I'm still like you see Oregon, you're like okay, they're not that bad. But then you like I'm looking and they lot they beat Oregon State by two. Oregon State is the worst team in in uh, Power Five, Power Six, whatever you want to call it for college basketball. So UCLA, UCLA big. Yeah, I was gonna say like I got a weird feeling that Oregon's gonna win, but they're not at home, so I'm taking UCLA. There's no really like debate on that because we want Oregon to be good, but eh, it's gonna take a while. I think if that ever is gonna happen. Well, I mean, if Oregon was at home, that just it's always a tough game because they have the ugliest court on planet Earth. So, what does their court look like? Uh, ginger. It's the woods. It doesn't like unless you look for trees. Deep in the woods. If you look for trees on their court, you'd be like, okay, I see. Like that's kind of cool. But for a basketball court, just keep it normal. Like look it, for trees. You see trees when you see it. No, you when I look, look at it, them. I just see like splatter Pukes. paint. Yeah, few words. <laughs> Anyway, he's looking it up. He's looking up the court right now. Next game, Seton Hall versus Marquette. So I'm going to take Marquette. Uh, Low-key, irresponsible pick, but I'm just not a big Seton Hall guy, and I love Marquette. So I'm going to take the Golden Eagles at home. Um, Seton Hall Marquette is what we're on here? Yeah. Yeah. You skipped a good game on Thursday. Did I? Yeah. Wait, Seton Hall Marquette, is that on what day? I don't know. I didn't write down the days. It's not on. Okay. But uh, seeing Hall, Marquette, I'll take Seton Hall. I think mean, they're just a way better team. Uh, and I don't really care how it 
where it's, I don't care where it's at. I just I think Seton Hall's a way better team. I, I, I do definitely agree with that. Seton Hall's a better team. And after watching Seton Hall against UConn, and like, I, I really like Seton Hall now because I haven't watched Seton Hall too much. I've watched like game here and there. Like watching them play UConn, which was like UConn, I'm still high on UConn because I, I completely forgot about them earlier. And I said they definitely have a chance of winning the um, Big East. But I'm taking Seton Hall over Marquette. Marquette is definitely, I wouldn't be surprised if Marquette make, like, has an upset here because Marquette's one of them teams. It's kind of like the Oklahoma of the Big 12. Like Marquette's going to do that all year, but I'm taking Seton Hall. This game I have Tennessee versus Kentucky. I'm going to take Kentucky. Uh, my children are going to have a fight this game. But uh, Ty Ty, he's getting his roll down. And I trust Sheepway more than I trust Fulkerson. So I'm going I'm to take Kentucky. Yeah, I'm not big on Tennessee this year, really. So, I mean, I love Kentucky in this. I, I'm i sure they're going to get a pretty good line, too, like uh, for betting-wise. So I like Kentucky. I'm probably going to take them cover if it's a favorable line. It's the battle of the checker print. Yes, it is. I mean, you know how big of a rivalry that is? That is very like, important. Yes, it is. Who deserves the checker print? That's kind of – I didn't even think no, about yeah, that. This is that Rupp Arena. Um, Rupp. You gotta take, you gotta take Kentucky when it's out there. When it's out there. Yeah, yeah. y'all gonna make me lose my mind. Rubbing him, rubbing him. And I, there's gonna be no. Here's the other thing. It's not just a battle of the checkerboards. It's a battle of who the fuck's gonna show up between Chris Paul and Ty Ty Johnson. I meant Ty Ty Washington. Washington. Yeah, I'm so mad. At this. <laughs> but yeah, Kennedy Chandler, Ty Ty. I said Kenny Chandler. But you're but, forgetting about Keelan Grady versus uh, Kellen Vascovi. Oh my god! This is an amazing matchup. These two teams are kind of like really even. If you think about it, they both have them like very like vet. Like what's Vescovi? He's a senior, soft junior, probably. He's got to be old. Those two guys are both old and they can shoot. And then you have two young guards, and then you have the two like low key overrated. Yeah, yeah. Who's fuck gonna show up? And then you have the two bigs that are like fucking in. It's like crazy. You got Master Shibwe and then Mister Folk you up. Fulkerson. You're really good at the nickname. I think um, I'm trying to find rebounding on here, but I really can't. It's hard to find. Oh, yeah, never mind. Uh, I was just thinking that Kentucky's going to absolutely body them on the boards, but uh, Tennessee's not that bad. They're 65th, I think, on offense rebounds or offense, so I don't know. I didn't didn't know Toshiba was only 6'9". Like that's how tall he is. Yeah, but he awesome. can. I thought, board I thought he was like, like seven two. Like you always look at him, I'm like oh, he's not that tall. But I always thought that he was just like seven two or something because he rebounds. He's only six nine. Nice, Jesus. But anyway, Arkansas at LSU. LSU at home. White Tiger boot up. LSU by a billion. Arkansas sucks. It's it that simple. Sucks. They're so bad at basketball. Zero and three in the SEC is starting. Not. Um, it. There's not like 0 3 in the SEC, and it's not like a good SEC like schedule that they played. I mean, I don't even know. I'm still talking about this game. I'm trying to find this. Yeah, Mississippi State, Vanderbilt, Texas A&M, lost, lost, lost. So I mean, it's pretty simple. LSU by a lot. Boot up, boot up. I, there's yeah, LSU. There's no. We we could all just said LSU. LSU I was LSU. just talking to try to find the schedule who they lost to, and it's really bad. So. Yeah, I the fucking. They're so shit. What was that game we missed? Uh, BYU at Gonzaga. Okay, yeah, I didn't know if you guys want to talk about that. At Zags, it's at Gonzaga. In yeah. the dog kennel. It caught my attention when I saw BYU Gonzaga, and then like as you like look, it's like okay, it's at Gonzaga. Gonzaga's gonna kill him. I'm gonna take BYU. Didn't, 
Oregon beat BYU? Other way around. Never no, mind. BYU I think flat Oregon yeah, after yeah. half of the year. I knew it was big. They just beat St. Mary's too. BYU, BYU lost to, uh, um, what was it, Utah Valley, Creighton, <laughs> and Vanderbilt. So, I mean, they're not like, uh, they're not good. Like, BYU's not good, but I'm just saying because this is like Gonzaga. The thing with Gonzaga, when they play these teams like BYU and San Francisco and stuff, they only get up for so many games a year, so why not get up like it's your not, like it's this conference championship? No, BYU, <laughs> BYU's home games are actually pretty fucking electric. Yeah, yeah. Any te- any team in Utah, their crowds are unbelievable. Yeah. No, BYU. I don't know why. Every time I think I'm like, I feel like all their fans go to their games because they're like, Jimmer used to play. <laughs> Like, like think about what home games were like yeah. when Jimmer was playing at BYU. Oh, probably so much, they were really that shit was probably uh, fucking nuts. Ah, oh, shit. I was just going to say something. That would kind of make sense. You know, people say, oh, we're church and bingo. I was going to say we're church and basketball in Utah. But, I mean, I just think it's sports in general. Because they yeah. <laughs> these Utah people, I think in general, they're just called Utes. Like, we're Iowans. I think they're just – but anyway, they just love their sports. Yeah. Anyway, next game, UConn at Providence. Now, you know how much I love the Dunkin' Donuts Arena, but I'm taking UConn. UConn is my team in the Big East, and this would be a huge win for them. Especially, they're playing St. John's right now. They're up by 10. Uh, if they can get this one and then get Providence, that's awesome. Um, yeah, Sonogo versus Watson. Let's see it. I like Providence uh, at home. I think in the Big East, I'm going to stick to the um, kind of the strategy if you take the home team. <laughs> that seems to work like for the outright winners so i'm just gonna take providence their home team you just, i'm gonna stick with it seems like a pretty good strategy so yeah give me providence uh, unless they're playing to get like at depaul who's really bad at georgetown those teams but for the most part the good teams i'm gonna just take the home team like providence i would do that but i'm taking uconn i <laughs> i don't know why i would just after them losing to marquette i feel like they just like something kind of hurts it would be st john's yeah, who gives a shit? St. John's is like, you never know. It's like, you know, like, champagne, like, champagne. Well, like, someone hurts and stuff. Yeah, they got smoked by them, but to turn around and beat a better, St. John's better than Marquette, in my opinion. I'm sorry that UConn's going to beat him, Luke. I'm so Yeah, sorry. and if he couldn't understand Luke there, he's sorry. munching on a cock, so. <laughs> he would, too. Next game, Texas at Iowa State. So, I fucking hate both teams. I'm going to take Iowa State, though. They're at home. I think Texas, they're just as mid as it gets, and I love Iowa State's defense, so I'm going to take Iowa State. Yeah, I mean, Iowa State should have no problem beating these guys, considering they can play defense in Texas. It's hard to watch an offense at times, but they're also... Very good defensively, too. Very underrated defensively. So I think it comes down to Hilton Magic. No, I'm just kidding. I'm taking Texas. Um, just because they're both good defensive teams, you just take the team that's better on offense. And I'm going to take Texas. I don't care if it's at Iowa State. Um, I was, I, that's all I guess. I, I'm all in on Texas. Horns up. All in on Texas. I hope I'm wrong. I do. It's defense versus defense, and Iowa State. Remember Iowa State? What? Who? I don't remember for the fucking played. Anyway, but Texas, I swear to God, like Texas is gonna. Oh yeah, oh yeah, they're gonna shut up that hill. All right, fuck it. I'm taking Texas. But good answer. Just because I can't. I I like Texas basketball. So we're from Iowa. If we have to see our Iowa State friends throw the horns down all weekend, that's just gonna fucking suck. So. Go Horns, beard, curse beard, baby. Next game we have Purdue versus Illinois. Uh, I know. I still have Purdue in my top 10, but I'm taking Illinois. I love Illinois. I just love watching them play basketball. Illinois at home. Uh, Chicago, I mean, Illinois. 
I don't know why I always think Chicago is the state of Illinois, which it should be, but I mean, you get what I'm saying. That whole state's probably enjoy is Illinois basketball. I'm going to take them. Yeah, I like Illinois too to beat. Uh, I mean, they're when they have Kofi, and he's like, obviously early in the year they lost with him, but because he missed some games, he's back and he's better than ever, and he is a beast. And they are a very good team. They, I don't know when Kerbella is coming back, but as long as you have Kofi down low, you're going to be fine. That's what I can't wait for. They get Kerbella back. Yeah. I mean, that'll be like Auburn getting plenty to get Kerbella did suck to start the year, but they didn't have Kofi when he played. So it's kind of like maybe put them together, it's going to be better. Mm-hmm. And their arena, they play it, or no, they play at the arena, they play in Champaign, Illinois. So. Champagne will be popping after they beat the number seven team in the country. Fun fact, Illinois has a sick, uh, like, fan gear shop in their arena. It's still, like, I kind of want to go there and just buy a bunch of Illinois shit. Oh, I thought you Like, they have sick gear. It's awesome. Uh, This one's at Illinois. And I guess it's almost $54, by the way. Of this one? Yeah. Oh, Oh, I was like, how the fuck do you even know that? Yeah, uh, I'm going to take Illinois, too, just because I want to see Kofi just... Put his nuts in someone's face the whole fucking game and exactly. <laughs> <Zach Eady's> <laughs> he, he can get that high to put them in Zach Eady's no, face. No, he's gonna body him and then Zach Eady's gonna go uh, and then just fucking nuts in his face. Man, he's gonna body someone after he hits the nastiest drop step on Eady and then Trayvon. No, not Trayvon. I like Trayvon. Some other fuckhead is gonna come over to help <laughs> and it's just gonna be. Uh, especially if you oh, like, he like growls in. while he talks. That's so like, watching Kofi play is awesome because he. Dominates like people say. Oh, he dominated in the paint. He dominates in the paint. Like he's like Shaq. In the NBA. Like, like literally, like Shaq was in the, was he in the NBA? How much he dominated? Kofi, how big he is is just it's crazy. Um, watching it's so much fun watching him play because he is a very high energy guy too. When he does get a dunk on someone or something at home too. Especially. What we're forgetting is Frazier, Plummer, and Grayson off the bench. They can raise draft from three. three. Frazier comes off the bench. Now. No, Grayson. Oh, I think it's Frazier. Even I heard two start and then oh, I think yeah. Frazier's off the bench like that. Took a weird fucking turn since the beginning of the year. <laughs> he stuck to the beginning year. Yeah. Next game, Kansas versus Oklahoma. Oh, I mean, it's getting a little interesting here. I mean, I'm going to take Kansas, but, I mean, if Oklahoma wins, don't, don't like, I mean, question it. It's just that Oklahoma, I mean, they didn't let Iowa State score down low at all. Maybe Kansas, ah, probably not. No shit. I don't know. But, Ajbaji is way better. When they get Remy Martin back, I think he'll be healthy for this game. I think they would be all right. Uh, obviously, Braun. So, fuck it, I'll take Kansas. Is Remy Martin back for this? I have no... If Remy Martin's not there, it's the okay. whole like almost a week from now. I don't know what he hurt. Did anybody know? Like ankle, ankle. Ooh. I don't know. I mean, I like I like Oklahoma to match up inside, but I think Kansas you just take the better team. Uh, I know like Big Twelve at home at Oklahoma, they knocked off Iowa State, but Iowa State's nothing like Kansas. I don't think when they're healthy. So I like Kansas. Uh, we'll see what the line gets you, but yeah, I like Kansas to beat them. I definitely think like I want to pick Oklahoma because it's just that team that upsets people. Do it, do it, just do it. You're right, scared little boy. I'm gonna go Oklahoma. Who There's so there? many good games. But I'm gonna next year. Oh, it's awesome. Yeah, holy shit. All right, here we go again. I swear we talk about the Big Twelve more than any other conference. Well, <laughs> I mean outside of Auburn and LSU, but this is good games. This is good yeah, games. Iowa State versus Texas Tech at Texas Tech. I'm taking Tech. Texas Tech. I mean. 
huge bounce back spot for them to lose at Iowa State. And how they lost, it was a pretty close game. It was a good game. They had they took the lead late, and they just, that was the only lead they had. So I like Texas Tech. This might be the first game with Shaden back. That would be He huge. does have a back injury, though. Yeah, which is, which can... But, I mean, I'm going to take Texas was, Tech with or without was, him. Yeah, he was out. How they're playing. They just got what's fucking McCuller back. How they're playing. Iowa State is going to be down in the dumps after they start 1-4 in this uh, <laughs> gauntlet of uh, and January. And then travel from Iowa to Texas to play these guys who are going to make, like, wear the shit out of you. Yeah. Here's why. You know, like, because like, this is the reason why I picked Texas to beat Iowa State is because I want Iowa State to lose four in a row. So I'm, I don't have to explain anything. I'm going Texas Tech. I fucking love them. Next game, Providence versus Seton Hall. Uh, I'm going to take Seton Hall at home. They're just way deeper, and Seton Hall's at home. So Big East at home. So yeah, I like Seton Hall at home, too. It's, I mean, yeah, I like, it's pretty simple right there uh, over Providence. Yeah. Seton Hall. Providence has to prove me again after getting their asses clapped by Marquette. Yeah, they will. They'll beat UConn, who's no, beating St. John's right now. No, they won't. Yeah, I mean, if you... Yeah, but you just called St. John's a really good team, though. If you look up on the Orange and Black, I'm pretty sure Marquette versus Providence is on there. For what? On the Orange and Black. If you catch my drift. No free sponsors. Anyway, next game, LSU versus Alabama. Alabama can suck my ball, but Alabama's at home. But they just played Auburn, and Auburn clams them at a three-point line. LSU, go Tigers. LSU, I mean, it's easy. Go Tigers. Uh, you're not going to catch a single game this year of me not taking LSU or not taking Auburn. So maybe I'm wrong. I'm going to be wrong eventually, but I'm taking LSU. Unless they're playing each other. Uh, I'm taking it. Yeah, that's right. He doesn't pick. <laughs> well, we all know who you want to win. Yeah, I mean, I'm get, when it comes down to it, I hope Auburn wins, but. Yeah, I'm taking LSU. Enough said. <laughs> Enough said. Enough said. I'm then the last LSU. game I have, unless they fucked up again, Lucy yeah, to tell me. Marquette versus Villanova at Villanova. I'm going to take Villanova. Like you said before, Big East at home. Uh, Villanova's playing really fucking solid lately. I uh, think Marquette, like, if I have Marquette winning the last game we talked about, they're not going to win this one. I'm taking Villanova. Oh, I like Villanova too. Uh, you saw last time Villanova got smoked by Creighton um, at Creighton. Villanova lost to Marquette. Did they lose to Marquette? No. No. Okay, I don't know what I'm thinking. I'm taking Villanova. <laughs> Wait, who's Villanova playing? I was picking My point They're was going to be they got smoked by Creighton at Creighton, and then they turned around and smoked Creighton at home. I thought they lost to Marquette at Marquette, and it was going to be a I'm just taking Villanova. That's all you need to know. I like Villanova right now. They're looking pretty fucking hairy, so I'm taking Villanova. I mean, they just beat. We didn't talk about this game. They just beat Xavier with as uh, um, Jermaine Samuels has zero points. Zero points. Too. Five fouls. Yeah, it's unbelievable. So, um, Luke was the game I missed. I had a couple. Two. I think. A couple games. Two. It was only two. Baylor at West Virginia has no. Okay. Yeah, I didn't know if we were talking. Well, about I'm saying West Virginia at, at home is. Is it at Rocky Top? Is what they call it. Nah, that could be it. They call it the top. That's <laughs> like a Rocky Top would be um, not West Virginia. Tennessee? <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's right. right Tennessee. But anywho, uh, yeah, at West Virginia, I mean, because West Virginia home court is a huge, like, advantage. Country roads. Like, they, their home court advantage is is the th- real thing at West Virginia. And this Number is not party school in the nation. West Virginia? Yeah. Really? Don't be surprised. I like Baylor. No, upset. West Virginia beats them at West Virginia. Like, 
That's what I'm going with. Bears at home. Bears bear down. But West Virginia doesn't ha- does have one of my top five coaches. Taz Sherman. Oh no, top five coaches. Players. Taz is cool. I got he's five coaches that make me come, and he's one of them. <laughs> well, I'm just awesome. telling you, if the Bears lose, Auburn's going to be one, and it's not even going to be close. I got to find this other game. Um, Auburn is Auburn. No, it wasn't. Yeah, it was. Talk amongst yourselves. Auburn does play number three Georgia. Yeah, that was one I was thinking. Gosh, of. He's like, no, darn. like number three Georgia. If, it, if, it was at, Georgia. if it was at Georgia, you would expect Katie Johnson to have a oh my god, all oh, yeah, great god about that. And then what's his name? Um, Jabari Smith is from Georgia. Well, is Auburn's in Georgia, right? No, it's in Alabama. I think it shares the border. No, it's like we talked about it. Because, yeah, yeah, because they have that. There's like a restaurant. Really? They have a restaurant. What? They have, yeah. Never they, have, they have a restaurant on the border, and it's like half of the restaurant is like Auburn, half of the restaurant is Georgia, like themed. It's really cool. Like I look never it up. Knew this. Look up that like, no, restaurant. Is it really Alabama? No, because I, I thought it was on the Georgia Alabama border. No, it's it's Auburn. I think is one of them, and I think it's, it's Florida, Auburn, Georgia. Georgia. You know, it's like Florida Georgia line. Like I don't know. End. Look it up, but I think I think that's right. Learn that. And I cannot find the stupid game I was talking about. It wasn't. I mean, Arizona, Utah, be decent. That's not the one I was talking about, though. Oh well. Oh, it is in Alabama. No, I wasn't a game. I was talking about ticket sales here. It's NC State at Duke. It says tickets are as low as two hundred sixteen dollars. As low as as low as, and this game's on Saturday. Like all these other games are like kind of like it's on Saturdays, Saturday. like twenties. You can tell it go up, but. I mean, it's a rivalry, NC State-Duke. But it's it's kind of shitty NC State's up. I think Duke really every game at Duke is, like, kind of almost sold out because it's Coach K's retirement. And it's and it's just, that's all Duke. Yeah. Like, that's what Duke is. That, I yeah. think Duke basketball. Did we 4.0s, Duke, lacrosse. They're really good at lacrosse. Did not know that. Hmm? Yeah. Yeah, I swear you did. Uh, yeah, I think, that was the, I think that was the other thing that, was, that caught my eye. But, yeah, I think we're good. So, that wraps up everything. Long episode, like always. But that's because these slates are unbelievable, and you need to be caught up and informed on what everything's going on. Uh, Wheels up, that is our catchphrase. That's just fun to say. It means you're taking off your flight. So, your wheels are up, taking off your flight. Uh, Go to our Instagram, like all our pictures. Uh, Tune in to our next episodes every Monday and Thursday. So... Thanks for listening. Take her easy. All is ticked. There you are. You're running for your life. You're a shooting star. For those years, no one knows just how hard you work. But now it shows that one shining moment inside in one shining moment you knew you were alive feel the beat of your heart feel the wind in your face it's more than a contest it's more than a race